Another episode of Two Mics Up. It's your man Dame DNYDC coming to you live from the DMV. We're here well, with my co-host, the Queen activist, uh, Lisa Middleton. Lisa, you know what I'm saying? Tell everybody what's up. Hey, 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 brother Dame. Hey, listeners. Happy, happy Monday. Yeah. How's everything going? How was your week, bro? Man, you know, um, honestly, I, I hope everybody had a, a great weekend. Um, and I pray that, you know, you have a better week ahead. Um, I know you and I personally over the last couple of weeks been dealing with, with, with a couple of losses that, you know, hit close to home and we've been trying to, you know, hold each other up and get through it. So, you know, we're back again today with a brand new episode. Um, and just to kind of piggyback on last week's episode where we kind of went through a little black history education with Marcus Garvey and the honorable, uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan just kind of navigating black history. And with August being Black Business Month, some time I wanted to delve into some black businesses that a lot of us probably aren't aware of because uh, I was not. Um, and I found this sister in, in her business today. Um, you know, we have uh, with us joining us today on Two Mics Up is uh, Melissa Mallory. She is the CEO and founder of Be Unlimited Inc. Um, what I found and read about being limited was amazing and extraordinary. So Melissa, please take a minute, you know, just to go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners, explain to our listeners what be unlimited is all about and just, you know, educate us on, on what it is that be unlimited is doing in our community. All right. Thank you. Good afternoon or good morning, everyone. Um, I want to thank Damon and Lisa for inviting me on, um, and highlighting us. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. Uh, again, my name is Melissa Mallory. I am the CEO and founder of Be Unlimited. It's a nonprofit youth organization located in Prince George's County, uh, Maryland. I am originally from Florida, born and raised in Miami, Florida okay. County. <laughs> uh, my parents, and I love to highlight it because that's who I am. My parents were born and raised um, in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. So I'm, a, I'm of Haitian descent. And I most foreigners, you know, they migrated to the United States for a better life, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, grew up always hearing that I'm going to go to college to the point to where I thought that was the next step. I didn't know college was a choice. I just knew it was elementary, middle, high school, and college. That's what you're supposed to do. So I did. I went to Florida State University, um, majored in English literature and criminology with the idea of going to law school. Um, I'm always, or I've always been one who advocates. I wanted to advocate for people who couldn't do it for themselves and know how to fight for themselves. Um, I did not go to law school. However, I got into youth development, still advocating for people who did not know how to do it for themselves. I, so, real quick uh -huh. on a side note, what, what made you choose that avenue outside of advocating for youth? You know, not going to law school and then kind of getting to youth development and advocating for the youth. That's a big swing on the spectrum so how'd that come about i've always ended up i, I don't know how it just kind of happened where i end up working with youth it's always been an attraction mm -hmm. um, kids are drawn to me i'm drawn to them i you know volunteered at church with the youth department um my first job was working as a after school attendant with an elementary and middle school 
kids. I worked with the Department of Children's Families in the foster care unit. I was a teacher for four years, four to five years. I worked in a group home for a couple of years. And then my, my job that really hit home exactly how um, uninformed and uneducated our youth were in our, these, uh, what do you call it, underserved communities was working mm. with Job Corps. I was a career coach with Job Corps graduates for about five wow. years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's, a, that's amazing. So that's your calling then. It is. That, that's really your calling. Wow, that's amazing. That's pretty extensive. Yes. Very extensive. Your wow. <laughs> you know, as listening to your background and the youth thing kind of drew me in because I, I relate to the Job Corps uh, situation. I know plenty of people from my neighborhood that went to Job Corps and actually benefited, you know, from that um, program. Uh, what was the inspiration behind getting your uh, Be Unlimited like up and and running? All right. So as you mentioned with Job Corps, I'm going to I'm going to touch on that because that's when um, I, I really began to see how unprepared and uninformed our youth and underserved communities were specifically minorities uh, when it came to life after high school. So working with Job Corps, I had there was young adults, 18 to 22 year olds that I worked with and I prepared them for interviews for, you know, we did mock interviews, we did resume writing. I even networked with employers to kind of solidify jobs for our graduates. And then there were some who wanted to get into higher education. So I would sit with them with the process of enrolling into school, financial aid. A lot of them really didn't know the process, even mm. parents, they didn't know the process. So true. Um, I remember when I first started working there, my first few months, a young lady walked into the office and she asked for some help. She graduated from Job Corps. She received assistance from her prior career coach who left the, the organization. But I decided, okay, I'll help. Even if you're not in my caseload, that's not what it's all about. I'm going to help you because that's what I want to do. And her and I we kind of built a, a working relationship. And one day she was in my office and she asked, she said, uh, what school did you go to? I said, Florida State, graduated from Florida State. And she looked at me with so much awe and she said, I want to go into college. And I was like, you can. And I looked mm -hmm. a little bit confused, like, you can. What are you talking about? And it clicked. Remember, I told you that mm -hmm. parents have always told us you're going to college. So for me, college was just the next step because that's what we were told we were going to do. Job Corps, I realized that not all of our youth are told that. No, their, that's very true. Their cap is, I had a student who literally told me if she can get a Walmart job and live in Section 8, she is good. Yep. You know, and it, yep. absolutely. It, it bothered me so much. Like, no, there's so much more out there for you, but they're not told that. And sometimes they're, they're put in boxes, right? Like I helped the student get a job and I could talk about job call all day long, but I helped the student get a job and I found, helped her find a job. She did an interview, but she refused a job when she was offered it. And I was like, why? And she said, well, if I work more than 20 hours a week, I lose my social security. Oh, wow. Yes. Like, Are you well, kidding me? And she was like, yes. So they give resources, right? Mm -hmm. They're given things, but then they're told, well, you can't do this or you're at a cap. So it, it right. breaks my heart of how society placed them in a the box and they feel like they have to stay in that box because they don't know what they can do afterwards. It's, um, it's true. It's, we, we've talked about it. Um, a lot of us, you know, I, I came from this kind of having the same benefit, college and education really was not an option right there was no way uh i could hear my mother talking to me now you know when i was going through some troubles in school and her exact words to me were i'm not paying for you to be no dummy 
And I don't know why, just those words resonated with me for the rest of my life in the sense that everything that I've done, I try to master, mm -hmm. you know, or the thing that you find the hardest to do in your job, I master those because everything else becomes easy. Mm -hmm. And once you have that mentality, uh, you know, I think I share that with my daughter. I look at her, everything. Now you find the hardest thing in that project, you master it because now it becomes something that you've achieved. Now you know what it's like to have success. Mm -hmm. You build on that success and every challenge you do that and every challenge and every step of your life. And a lot of us, you know, Lisa and I've talked in several episodes, like coming from New York, we're both from New York. And, you know, she grew up in Brooklyn and being in the projects. Some people don't know how to move outside of their block. Because and what, that's, yeah. what mm -hmm. she's, what Melissa's talking about, you know, oh, I can only work 20 hours because if I work more than that, they're going to take my section eight or they're going to take my benefits or my welfare. And we have to, you know, really with this podcast is part of what I hope and what you're talking about, Melissa, is letting people of color know that there are other options out there. There are ways to improve yourself. There are ways to break the cycle of the systematic breakdown of yes. our families and our community. So I'm glad that you brought that up and shared that. Yes. So um, to answer your question, Lisa, that was my, my idea. Um, Be Unlimited actually came about, I moved up here, um, been here for about five years. And a couple of years ago, uh, I worked with a nonprofit that prepared kids for college. Um, and I was at home venting to my husband one evening because we were offered the opportunity to work with teens and that's what we were doing, the staff. However, we were capped at how far we can go by higher ups. Like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do that. We're going to do what we say we're going to do. And I was like, but there's so much more we can offer these kids. Like, let's at least have a resume writing workshop so they can know what a resume looked like. Like, let's, can we, can we do that? No. So I was frustrated and inventing to my husband and my husband is my, my soundboard. You know, he gets, he gets everything. And he said to me, after I was done venting, he let me vent and he looked at me very calmly and was like, why don't you just start your own? And I was like, wait, what? Hmm. <laughs> He's like, hmm. you know Simple what you, as that. As simple as that. <laughs> he was like, you've been doing this since you were 18 years old. You, you've created and helped create a programs. You know how to work out a curriculum. You know what you want to do and what the kids need. Why don't you just start your own? So I was like, well, you know, later on down the line, I want a group home. He was like, but why do you have to wait for the group home? Why not start now? Like, right. So, right. you know, I looked at him like, what are you talking about? He looked at me like, duh. Right? <laughs> Just as simple as that. So, <laughs> I did I did the research. I did. I did the research. I talked to other organizations. I looked and see what other organizations were doing the same thing I'm doing, what would make me different. And then little by little I took little steps because you know when you look at the big picture, it scares you. Mm -hmm. step, and then I looked up one day and realized, oh, wait, this ball is rolling. Like I got mm -hmm. members and I got people asking to volunteer and it was, it, it became that. But my, my, I guess being limited was birthed out of just being frustrated with how limited our kids are because of the information they're not provided with. Provided. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, and that's the important part. Because you can, and I agree with your husband. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you have all of this wealth of uh, information and experience. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So, you don't, these people are not doing your vision. So, just start your own, right? Right, right. So, right. what is um, Be Unlimited all about? What is the concept of Be Unlimited? So, Be Unlimited, our, our goal really is to give our youth, because we service the underserved community, 
those who are marginalized communities, let's say that way, give them a fair chance, show them, okay, there is a way for you to have a life post high school. You know, you can go to college if that's the route you want to take, or you can have a career that's more than just the minimum flipping burgers, right? And there's right. nothing wrong with starting with flipping burgers. Let's say you start at a burger joint, you flip burgers, but then let's have a goal. Do you want to become supervised and then manage right. and have your own burger joint? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Our goal is really to expose our youth to higher education or career trades. Um, and not just that, but we provide the life skills development portion, the mental health practice portion, because oh. we have kids and there are programs out here that are doing great jobs. And um, even our graduation rate for B Prince George's County has you know, gone up, it has increased, and we've had more kids going into college. But what I found is that the college dropout rate has also increased. So we have kids who are not completing college. So my goal is to prepare them for that. Like, how do you juggle life post high school so that you're not always quitting on yourself? Right. Oh, wow. Wow. That's that's powerful. <laughs> well, yeah. That, yeah. That service is definitely, uh, definitely needed. Um, I can just coming from that environment where high school was the cat. That mm -hmm. was it. Like you guys both have the same uh, experience where it was high school then college. Right. Mine was different. High mm. school was the cat and then a job, mm -hmm. and that was basically your life's. Uh, ceiling, right? Right, right? Because it was just, you graduated from high school, that's all I, you know, I did my job as a parent to get you through high school, and now um, you get a job. So, mm -hmm. being from New York, it was like if you had a city job, you were like, right. had you, see, you had a job, yeah. Right, job, right. You right? doing real good. Yeah, yeah. you right. was going, like, you know, you go in places in the world, right, but you still, uh, sealed and in, in this glass bubble i'm not mm. glass bubble but this bubble of mm. i have the city job but i'm taking a train back to the projects so it was right. no further like like how i love be unlimited because you're saying okay you have the city job move up be manager right. now go right. ahead and 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 go up to be superintendent learn mm -hmm. how to buy a house right you know, get equity like right. it doesn't be unlimited it's like well the what, world's what you, oyster. What you right. just said, though, I, I think that's what I like the most, or I love the most, you know, reading about it, just the title um, and everything that we're talking about. We are trying to let our youth and our kids know that there is no ceiling. You, you, you love being it. B is unlimited. The world right. is unlimited. And I, love it. the more I read about it and the more that I dug into it, um, it struck a, a chord with me. And that's why I was just glad to be able to reach out to you and have you come on because I think it's it's really amazing. And now getting your backstory, yeah, um, it's it's coming to fruition to me. This is really a calling, so I'm glad we uh, Thank were you. able to talk about it. Um, so in that, if you can, you know, maybe share, you know, is there a further purpose or uh, mission or vision that you see or you have in plan or in place for being limited as you move forward? Yeah, so <clears throat> I think I mentioned before and I, I told you I was talking to my husband, I was like, I want a group home. So yes, we're not just going to stop at just this program, but we want to have a group home where we're able to house and do all of this. Um, but my ultimate goal is, um, I was talking to a friend and you know, with everything that's going on with this systemic racism and just, just how unjust and unfair 
this country is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to her and I said, I want to do more. You know, I told you before that I had that always had that passion to advocate for people who can't do right. it themselves. So I was like, I want to do more, but I, you know, I gotta be safe, can't be violent. I got kids. Right, right. <laughs> to these right. rallies or peaceful protests because we have people who's gonna infiltrate and I don't want that to happen with my kids. So I was like, what can I do? Maybe I can go to these these rallies and just bring jugs of water and like what can I do? So she looked at me and she said, You're doing it. It's like, you know, she's like, if you educate our kids and you teach them, because our goal is that we're educating them, we're showing them how they can do it, that they too then become leaders and go right back to those same communities and teach them. So that now, right. little by little, we're coming out of that, that poverty yeah. line, little by That's little, right. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, you know, when you look at past um, protests and, and rallies and you look at how long it went. The process wasn't just a week or two and we we're having these rallies or they lasted for months. I think the bus boycott lasted for a little over a year. You know, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Sit-ins lasted for six to eight months. So yeah. I'm just hoping that we don't shut up. Like at some point we 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 continue on and we're consistent. And that's what she told me. She said, You are. She said you continue to educate and teach our kids how they can become their own bosses, start their own mm-hmm. give back to the black community. You know, mm-hmm. then you are, you're fighting against this system. And that's, that's right. my ultimate goal is that be unlimited will fight against the system because I'm sick of it. <laughs> well, I agree. Shit. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, well, I can tell you right now with that. <laughs> right. Oh. She on the right podcast then because uh, right. <laughs> she done spoke on, a, on quite a few different things that we have touched on, um, you know, in past episodes, just in that, you know, like I said, for me, the basis of this podcast was created to educate um, and empower our young members of our community that mm-hmm. are coming up behind us to be able to do something positively to impact our com- our communities moving forward. Exactly. And everything you just said encompasses everything exactly. that we've talked about, right. we, are, we are about. And like I said, I'm glad that you're on and talking with us today. So on that note, just going to take a quick minute, a quick moment to go ahead and let our sponsors jump in and we'll be right back after the break. Friends, it's coming on that time of year where our opinions and more importantly, our votes will matter. Political Dragon understands this is not only on the national level, but also in our local districts. Many of us in the community have had enough and we feel there is a time for change. Head over to www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash political dragon and order your enough t-shirt today. Riddick Entertainment is a multifaceted event management firm based in Northern Virginia. Whether designing weddings, milestone celebrations, corporate events, galas, or charitable functions, their detailed creativity and precision event planning will give you a truly meaningful and memorable experience. And uh, we're back today, family, with our guest, Melissa Mallory, CEO and founder of Be Unlimited, Inc. And during the break, uh, Lisa brought up something uh, that I thought was important that I missed and she wanted to bring up. So, Lisa, go ahead and uh, jump back in and let's go ahead and get this started in the second half of this uh, podcast. Yeah, uh, when we were talking earlier, Melissa, it it uh, you were saying about the you're getting the youth uh, services with mental health as well, um, or addressing their mental illnesses. 
Yeah, so it's, it's more of the mental health practice part. So okay. we talk about self-care, self-assessment, um, creating boundaries, coping mechanisms. Um, because again, I think I mentioned before that we now have more kids who are going to college or youth who are entering into college. However, they're dropping out. Um, so how do we fix that? And it's more of being prepared to be able to juggle college, work, being independent, wanting to have a life. How do you do that? And I think sometimes we get overwhelmed and we don't know how to deal with this, so we shut down. And what does that mean? We stop going to class. Maybe we call into work too many times. So our goal is to make sure that they're prepared, well prepared all around. So whether that's the financial literacy component of how to budget how to save, how, what, is, what is credit? How do you build credit? Um, we also wanna to touch on investing. Let's talk about mutual funds and RAs because again, these, this is information that our, our communities don't have. So how do you prepare for life after high school? Whether it's college, whether it's going to the workforce. So when it comes to the mental health, you know, it's, I find it to be a taboo conversation. Yes. Like, one of my, or my, especially in the black community, right? I asked yeah. students, you know, do you do therapy? And they was like, nah, man, I talk to people about that like that. I don't do therapy. What's wrong with therapy? Do you not mm -hmm. your friends and you vent? Well, yeah, but it's different. And it's, there's no difference to talk to nope. a counselor. You just get professional advice. You know, when you talk to a counselor, sometimes mm -hmm. we got to let that out. And I don't know why that's a taboo conversation, but our mental health determines how far we can go. You know what I that's mean? That's right. Well, it, it, I, I do think that's a, I hate to say, I don't want to call it a class, but I think when you learn or you've elevated to a certain status, because I can remember being young, uh, not to say we struggle, but you struggle, boy, mm -hmm. you know, be going out there talking that business about what, you know what I'm saying? So, but now getting older and having made it to a certain point and going through certain things in life, you know, I've gone to a therapist, you know, See. and it's probably the best thing to happen me for me, you know what I'm saying? But I think it's a, an age and a class thing mm -hmm. until you kind of break that bubble or that circle, like Lisa is saying, sometimes you're stuck in, you know, that crab in the barrel mentality. And you realize once you get out of maybe your neighborhood or where you were or the people mm -hmm. you hang around, that there is a little different things or things that are accessible to you that you can, can explore and find out, oh, this is not, not that negative stigmatism that you right. thought it was or right. you were told it was. Because so, right. if you live in these marginalized areas, right, or um, areas of poverty, it is a mental illness just navigating that, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. just because going without um, and looking at the world and seeing what you don't have and limited education and mm -hmm. limited resources and limited uh, economics, and that is or a perpetuation of a mental of mental illness. Because mm -hmm. if you have someone that says, you know, I can't see beyond block A, B, or C, right? That's a form of, first of all, that's low self-esteem, right? right? So then you have those issues, and then you have the um, actual where you you have the habit of mm -hmm. giving up. Right. Mm -hmm. Because giving up is easy because you already know nothing. Right. You come from basically limited means. Right. So if something is out of your reach, going back to that security blanket of limited means, at least I have housing and shelter and food and that's it. Like right. that's the basics. So right. I right. think that you guys at Be Unlimited offering to break the mental illness cycle as right. well 
as uh, anything else and moving these children forward and letting them be whole when they go mm-hmm. into unknown territory because right. being away from something and looking at people that you know you they're black they look like you but they don't talk like you you know they're not from where you from and mm-hmm. you start feeling the overwhelmed pressure like you can't keep up and that is important that is good work that you yeah, are doing that's, that's that amazing. is good and work it, and, and let's even think about the basics you know when we're stressed there are certain habits we pick up you know yes. some healthy habits we're exercising but then you get some who go into drugs whether it's smoking it's drinking and then those habits become um, struggles or strongholds, right? So that they keep us in a box as usual. So right. that's what we touch on with our kids. Like, all right, listen, life is going to get stressful. One, because it's life. Two, you're a minority. It's just, it is what it is. So how do you fight against that, but still be who you're supposed to be? You know, it's, right. wow. it, I believe if they're rep- well prepared and they get the, the information and the education, the mentoring, the guidance that they can get from anyone, you know, it takes more than one person. It's a village. It really, really is village we were taught that um as a haitian culture is everyone you know if we were doing something wrong and our parents weren't there if auntie susan who was at church and she saw us she got the right to pop us too so it- okay yeah <laughs> the neighbor i remember that the neighbor the patrols everyone was, everybody every but i was, was a community sense of um and i think we need to get back to that our sense of community our sense yeah. of unity you know mm-hmm. we need to get back to that for the children and for ourselves just to progress yeah. as a people but uh no that's good, that's good work i just wanted to back thank you that no, well, look, <laughs> you can you can keep going because that touched on my next question she she didn't answer my next question so we just go and jump to the just keep going with these because i'm gonna sit back y'all driving the bus i'm, I'm sitting over here go ahead so um what what is what are the biggest challenges outside of i guess because we kind of touched on <laughs> what are the biggest challenges that um um you have uh with you know specific roles there and um how are you overcoming those i, I honestly our biggest challenge is not even the community or the youth like they want it i we just recently had a mental health matters for teens workshop it was a five-week workshop once a week held once a week and so many kids signed up and they kept coming back and i even asked them well how did you hear about it one person said that with everything that's been going on with school shutting down and george floyd was his 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 i guess the the nail in the coffin for him he was like i need a mental break i don't know how his sister mentioned the uh workshop he came he has he came every day another kid said he saw it on uh, Prince George's County Library System, they posted it on their website. She saw it and she came on. So our kids, they want it. Kids want it. They, they mm-hmm. want, you know, education. I would say the challenge is getting the funding, right? right. Everything right now is out of pocket. Like it is, and it is what it is, right? Everything mm-hmm. out of pocket, especially for nonprofits. So getting the funding, because when you go to funders or you apply for grants, they want to see what you've done, but you're limited with how much you can do when it's just your own funding out of your pocket. Um, that's the most challenging part, but it's not stopping me because I'm I'm doing. That's what I'm, right. I'm I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that the kids get what they need. At the end of the day, it's it really is for our teens and our youth because I think we had this conversation before. When I become old, is the generation after me that, going to be right. our council members and our governors, and I need to make sure that they are well equipped to govern me when I'm old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To fight for me when I'm old. So. My goal is to make sure that they can, that I can have people in office that I can trust. 
Okay. Well, our listeners out here in, in PG County, uh, if you know or connected to anyone that has some resources or reserve funds, please reach out to uh, our guest today, Melissa Mallory. I think what she is doing is an amazing uh, process. You know, I've learned more uh, than what I just read. I've learned more than our initial conversation. And we will be more than happy uh, to share your message. Uh, we'll go ahead, uh, you know, anybody listening, get your, your mom, dad, brother, sister, get, them, get them to live right, church, no, whoever, church. Yes. Right. get them out here, you know, get them listening and get involved with, with Be Unlimited um, and let's really uh, help them move to the next level. So, um, you know, at this point, you know, my, my only question that I really have left is, so outside of everything, you know, pandemic and you know, we know the systematic inequality and injustice going on here in, in the nation. What What's probably been your biggest surprise or, you know, that you maybe had in the last several months, you know, outside of those things? Honestly, and if you're talking about being, being limited, it's, there aren't any surprises, only because this is um, new. So I, I don't come at this like I know everything. I've been doing it for 18 years, right? But I don't come at it as in I know everything. So whatever comes, it's like, okay, that happened. Now, you know, oh, wait a minute, I didn't expect for that to happen. So I can't say that I've, I'm surprised by any of the process, but I would say that there have been nuggets of, okay, I'm doing the, the right thing, you know, nuggets of, I had a student who reached out after our mental health matters workshop and I talked about, you know, getting help. And if they need help, I have a partner I'm working with who provides um, counseling sessions for free mm -hmm. to family in need. And they reached out and they texted us like, you know, Ms. Mallory, you mentioned that there's a counselor. Can I um, get that person's number? I think I want to talk to somebody. It surprised me because, of course, this is always a taboo conversation. This is a male who reached mm -hmm. out and asked for it. Um, so nuggets like that that say, okay, my worth is effective. You know, I am being effective. I'm being impactful. Nuggets like that help for me to continue on. But I would say there's, you know, no big, huge surprise. Just just like, okay, good. I'm happy. This You're doing the right thing. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned something real quick. So outside of yourself, um, who else or what others uh, maybe do you have any staff or any other support uh, that that you may care to mention uh, that are helping you that's helping you through this process? Sure. Well, my staff is my board. I have um, board members who are and I love them like anything I ask them to do. They they've done. Um, I had one staff member or a board member who's helped me facilitate my financial literacy class partner up with another young lady who helped me facilitate the mental health matters class. Um, I'm working with another organization called sales and they're still an infant loss um, support. They work with mothers, but she came in and she facilitated my strength class for me. So we're right now I'm in the courting stage of building relationships or partnerships. There's another mm -hmm. partnership and shout out to the enrichment center. And they're in Chevrolet, Maryland, but they provide the counseling um, to families. They also have a food drive coming up. Just throw it out there. Okay. Anyone wants to donate, we're trying to feed the hungry. And I told them I'll help co-sponsor. Um, the food drive is scheduled for September 9th. However, we're still taking donations until August 21st. So whether it's donating or donating foods, non-perishable items, canned goods, or even financially, that would help. Um, so yes, shout out to them, um, Sales Enrichment Center, and then there's 
other organizations like churches that I've been able to facilitate our class with. I don't have any MOUs with with a couple of them, so I need to work on that. Okay. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> you're doing you're doing big things, and um, you know, before anything else, you know, uh, I hope we stay in touch. Um, as your footprint grows in the community, you know, please come back and and holler at us so we can get you back on and share in your growth and share it with our listeners because what you're doing is fabulous and it needs to be commended and highlighted. Thank I you. I really appreciate it. You know, Thank so, you. Uh, with that, Lise, um, I, I have nothing at the moment. <laughs> well, I would like to <laughs> piggyback off of that. Um, I think that what you're doing is necessary, is purposeful, and it is uh, something at the right time. So you know when forces are moving and the stars align and everything is right, this is necessary work. Um, our youth are important to our future and breaking yes. cycles, generational cycles that mm -hmm. need to be uh, broken. Now, anytime that you need to shout us out or you need to have any type of support or any type of um, help in the community that we can help you with, please reach out because I really believe in you. I believe in this program that you have i'm Thank totally you. in love i'm 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 about ready to come to one of those workshops i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited about what you're doing and um uh, uh kudos to you sis yes kudos you. to you thank mm -hmm. you so before we go ahead and get out of here um if there's uh you know take take a few minutes to share you know Again, where your location, where you're from, any social media uh, information or anything like that, any dates, anything special you got coming up, please go and ahead and take a minute. How you donate to right, you, how, all your cause. Let's get it all out. Drive. Where do we pull up? Right. <laughs> get it all out there, sis. <laughs> yes. Thank you. All right. So you can, on social media, on Facebook and on Instagram, you can find me at at B-E-U-N-L-M-T-D. So it's almost like the abbreviated version of Be Unlimited. Again, that's B-E-U-N-L-M-T-D. Uh, my website is the same, B-E-U-N-L-M-T-D.org. Um, there's a way to donate via PayPal. For those who may want to use Cash App, you can Cash App B-E-U-N-L-M-T-D-1-9. Again, that's B-E-U-N-L-M-T-D-1-9. Uh, we do have a financial literacy workshop that's coming up in September, as well as we're going to do a second run or series for our Mental Health Matters for Teens workshop in September. We've been asked by others if we're going to do it again. It was very helpful, so we're going to you know, repeat that in September. Um, that The time is to be determined, but I can send all that information to you all via email. Um, the food drive again. I'm so sorry I don't have that flyer on me. It's it's on my, uh, that's on my social media platform. So you will see the the food drive information donation, August 21st. I am even willing to come and pick up donations. We can meet at a general location. Um, however, the the food the, the boxes of food I think they're called expire box and school supply box will be given out September 9th. I don't want to lie, so please forgive me. No, that's all right. Just make sure y'all check the website. Everybody yeah. check the website. There you go. <laughs> but thank you again, guys, for having me on. I think what you guys are doing and highlighting organizations to help the Black community is amazing. Shout out to you all. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you know, we 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 are, too, in the, I would say, infancy stage 
Um, but we are all about building bridges, connecting communities. Um, and I think these diamonds and the rough are important. And uh, I'm glad that you were able to join us today. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes, um, yes. So Lisa, I'm going to pass to you. You got any final thoughts or comments for today? Well, I was, I'm just truly pleased. Um, I am I'm highly pleased with this uh, podcast on today. I really, again, just cannot, um, I too being an activist and knowing how important it is for our community to actually uh, break certain cycles and starting with the children and just unity. And you're doing like all of that work in one. So don't ever, I would just suggest, um, don't ever feel like you're not part of the, you know, movement. You don't have to be on the uh, front lines in the media or on the street to be in the front lines, if you know what I mean. Because yes. you're touching lives. You're actually hand in hand. You're touching lives. You're bringing, you're uplifting out of these marginalized communities. So when you ask those questions, what can I do? I agree wholeheartedly. Sis, you're doing the real work, the hard work. So Thank I commend you. you. Thank yes, you. Need to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, listeners, stay tuned. Uh, working on a couple of things. Uh, you know, asking you all to go out and subscribe to the podcast is totally free. Uh, got some promotions, some giveaways coming down the pipe. You know, we are fast. I mean, I just realized today, Lisa, that we're coming up on almost 15 episodes. Um wow. It's a big milestone for us. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, and honestly, I uh, had the pleasure of talking with our team. Our numbers have gotten to be really ridiculous leaks. And it's thanks to the listeners, uh, to having guests on like you, Melissa. Um, yes. You know, uh, I want to put together a, a giveaway that we're working on. So please subscribe to the podcast. It's free. Um, you can listen to us online, uh, Anchor. Uh, Google Cast, Apple Podcast, you name it, we're out there. Follow us online on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Two Mics Up. We're also online at www.twomicesup.com. Um, thank you again for following everybody and staying tuned. Hope you all have a great week. And like we always do at this time, stay safe, stay blessed. Mike out. Mike out. At this time, we'd like to thank our executive producer, Ann Cunningham, and our executive marketing and branding team of A. Cunningham and D. Martin from 94 Media House for their contributions to today's podcast.